More lives are lost to miscarriages under 20 weeks than die on the roads. Yet services for affected whānau are fragmented or even non-existent in many parts of the motu. Support groups are calling on Te Whatu Order and the new government to fast-track plans for a national framework to set basic standards of care and bereavement training for staff. Our reporter Ruth Hill has the story. Losing her first baby, Jacob, at 12 weeks gestation was made more traumatic for Steph Whitehouse by her experiences at hospital, having to tell her story to busy staff over and over again. When she and her husband finally saw a specialist, he recommended a DNC as the fastest option, but didn't explain they wouldn't be able to see their baby afterwards. What I later found out was they had thrown him away with all the medical waste for the day. I already felt like a failure for not being able to carry a pregnancy to term. And then there was this added layer that I failed him as a mother because I allowed him to be thrown away like rubbish. And he wasn't rubbish, you know. He was my very much loved, wanted child. Nicole had two miscarriages last year, both confirmed at nine weeks. A nurse herself, she had to push to get the help she needed, both medical and mental. To go through two miscarriages in space of two months was really hard. And I just felt really... I guess, shat on from the health system that there was not enough resources and nobody knew what they were doing, couldn't help me, and I was just basically doing it on my own. Unfortunately, these women's experiences are not unique, as shown by the Perinatal Bereavement Support Environment Scan released by Te Whatu Ora in November. Many parents surveyed described a sense of disconnect between themselves and hospital staff for whom it was business as usual. Recommended a national framework to set basic standards of care and bereavement training for all staff involved in perinatal care. Community advocate Vicky Culling runs training for midwives, nurses, doctors and other health professionals on dealing with baby loss in association with SANS, the stillbirth and neonatal death charity. She says a national bereavement pathway was first recommended in 2019 and finally given the go-ahead by then-Associate Health Minister A. Cheveril in 2021, but progress is glacial. Our highest number of losses are under 20 weeks, we know that. And my frustration is that for something that happens, an event that happens so regularly, why wouldn't we be better at supporting the people going through that? The report also recommends government funding for community agencies to continue their essential work, filling the gaps left by a lack of statutory services. SANS Chair Melanie Tarrant says their training programmes for midwifery students are making a real difference to the lives of many families. We would love for this to be funded, but at the moment we have decided that it's, it's a really high priority for SANS New Zealand, so that's why we're paying for it. Steph Whitehouse closed the door on motherhood after seven miscarriages in two years, the last one at a SANS conference in 2019. She says SANS support was life-saving. Society tells you all the time, oh, you know, they were under 12 weeks, they weren't really there, they're not a real baby, you know, it's not a big deal, your grief is invalidated. Te Whata Ora says it's starting work this year on designing a national bereavement care pathway guided by the feedback from Fano but it can't say when it will be implemented. However, as an interim measure, the Māori Health Authority, Te Akafaiora, is producing a resource to provide immediate support to bereaved whānau. That's our reporter Ruth Hill.